Hey guys, welcome to um, the Harry um, the um, CE. Uh, I can't talk tonight. The uh, Creed Family Podcast number three, and I made this video for um, Harry Potter. I'm going to play it for you. So um, here we go. I'm going to take us off. Okay. Well Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the video. Um, I didn't realize how many characters were in Harry Potter. So I tried to get as many of the main characters in as I could in the video. And then I was looking for some. Um, I, I tried to get also some minor characters. So welcome in. And thank you guys for joining us. Um, Aaron, thank you so much for coming. I know you haven't been feeling well, but um, thank you. Andy, ha Anya. Hi, I almost said Andy again. Thank you guys for um, <laughs> coming, with, coming and hanging out with us. Um, so 
we um, have been talking about, we've been talking about um, different podcasts we wanted to do. And in our group, we all voted a Harry Potter. And um, so we're going to talk about the movies, the books, and um, any questions that you guys might have. Um, tag someone that you like Harry Potter. Share um, this um, in any group that um, you like Harry, that um, you're in for Harry Potter. Um, I, I, I know question. you're in some Harry Potter groups, so tag some people. I tag some people that like Harry Potter. And um, we're just going to jump in. So the first question that I wanted to ask everyone is, um, why do you like Harry Potter? So I'm going to just start with Bryce. You can tell us a little bit about why you like Harry Potter, and then we'll jump to Will. And um, I've got a bunch of questions, a bunch of look, look, tons of stuff that we could talk about um, in the chat. Um, give us some questions. And um, join in. Okay. All right. Let's see. Why do I like Harry Potter? Oh, geez. This, uh, I was 11 when I started getting into Harry Potter. Same age he was in the first book and the movie. So it connected to me as a child. I love fantasy. I love sci-fi. I love all that kind of stuff. But Harry Potter holds a special place in my heart because it was literally the first book series that I read. Started off with Sorcerer's Stone, went up to Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblin Fight, all those. And it just dug something in my heart that I hold dear. Uh, I'm a fanatic. I love collecting the wands. I love watching the movies. I love reading the books. Even as a 27-year-old adult, I still love all of it. Um, and... It's just stuck with me since I was 11 years old. Awesome. Um, thank you. I had myself muted so that there wasn't any background when you're talking. Will, please, why do you like Harry Potter I'm so much? Oh, God. Well, I like Harry Potter because, well, it got I got into it when I was in school. Uh, my grandma... Um, had me bar had me buy the first two on paperback, and I well, here's the thing. I did not read those yet. I did not read. I swore never to read any of the books until the whole series was completed, and all on paperback. So I read. So I, at first, I watched all the movies, see how they are, and just and here, this is a true story. Just before. Um, the final part, the first part of the final movie came out. Deathly Hollows just came on paperback. So I had to go own to the store on the day it came out just to get it. And as soon as I got it, I started to skim throughout the entire series. I remember. Just before, sorry. Just before the first part of the movie came out in theaters and I read it all. Wow. This, I, yeah. Yeah, I remember going to Borders when Borders was still a thing. My mom took me to the midnight premiere of Deathly Hallows book and she bought the book for me. Oh wow. Yeah. Cool. So uh my story was I was working at a camp 
And I never heard of Harry Potter before. And um, it was when the fourth book came out, The Goblet of Fire, and everyone was reading it. And I was like, hmm. I was like, what is this? And everyone was like so excited for it. So I um, I didn't start reading it then because I didn't have any of the books. But later I started reading it. And that was like um, by the fourth book came out. That kind of gave me a little hope. It gives me a little hope as a writer that um, – you know, I wasn't interested in it until um, the fourth book. Like, I didn't know about it until the fourth book. So it gave me a little hope that, like, maybe my books would, um, you know, someone will like my books at some point. And um, mm-hmm. um, Anya says that um, she likes the magic. In the oh, books. my gosh. The magic in the books and the movies yeah. are so spectacular. Yes. I know you have wands. You are oh, a collector you of wands. I, you mind if I show some of them off? You have them with you? Oh, yeah. So I have them in a little box right here. Okay. Go for it. Show All us right. your show us so your cool. wooden sticks. They're not wooden. They're made out of <laughs> metal resin. Okay. Uh, so I'm sorry. One, I, always, um, I always make fun of Bryce yeah. for the wands. So the first one is Harry Potter's official wand. This was made from the Noble Collection. $30 a piece and it's very sturdy very good and I, I love it um, the next one is also from the Noble Collection and it is Draco Malfoy's wand from uh, the series um, and I'm sure as we all know Harry Potter took his wand in the Deathly Hallows now <laughs> this next one is hey, from Stacey, welcome in is from Fantastic Beasts, the movie, not the book. The book was a stupid screenplay. But this is Percival uh, Graves' wand from Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Now, the last one I'm showing off is a Harry Potter shop exclusive from the United Kingdom. It's based off of the Ravenclaw Ditem, and it looks super cool. I have never stuff. seen that one. Did you just get it? Yeah, I got it like two weeks ago. It cost me thirty dollars. I um, got one too. Oh, you yeah. got one too? A, I didn't know that. This wand—it's actually a part of my. Uh, this came from Christmas. This, this is what I got from Christmas, and it comes with a piggy bank. <laughs> what it is? <laughs> I'll show you no. what it, I got right here. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Mind. <laughs> here's here's how I'm going to show you. See this? You do this. It's a magnet. Hold on. God dang it. Oh, that's pretty there. cool. And then you do it, and you do it right there. You close it. That's Sounds good, really Stacy. Cool. Uh, see, Anya says she has books and some Harry Potter Lego and a new um, Funko Pop. I don't oh have anything. God. I just have the books. Speaking of Lego, <laughs> I just have the have books. You seen, have you seen how much the Hogwarts Lego set costs? Too much. Like over a thousand dollars, something like that. Like I said too much. Legos are expensive, so. Oh yeah, I, I have remember the original twenty bucks for a set. my question. I have the original play sets of Harry Potter. These are non-Lego, but they're all they're all. In boxes, not to be not to be touched. Some of them could be, you know, worth to like, God, 
Yeah. So I much know, money. I know the um the books are really the um I know um Legos are really expensive. The um oh, yeah, like Anya said are over two hundred dollars. Um Stacy says she has Hermione's wand when she Ooh. went to the Wizarding World for the first time. I want to go there. I've never been I there. I want to go there too. I go there before I Me and my grandma. Uh, let me tell you this. This is a true story. My grandmother is a huge Potter head. And she has all the books in hardcover, including the Cursed Child. He's got she's got the official, unofficial cookbook. And I have that too. Uh, that was so my is it the, is it the purple, um, Okay, well, um, I have it now. So <laughs> it's in my cookbook collection above the stove. Yeah, and then <laughs> have she's it back. got also and she's got also all the movies. She's also got uh, coloring books and Fantastic Beasts. I forgot to tell her that the next no, one, next Fantastic Beast, will come out next year. Hi. This is oh, my yeah, little. I heard that too. Bunch they uh, uh, released the official title, Secrets of Dumbledore. So yeah, it, should be it has the official title. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm Anya says she went to Diagon Alley in Universal Studios, Florida, and had a butter beer. Has a butter beer mug. What is that? Um, you know, there is a recipe for it somewhere, and I'm not oh, really yes. sure, but she has a mug. Um, okay, uh, so here's my first question. Are you ready? My second okay. question, because I already asked you a question. Number one, I'm gonna tell you what house I am in. Can you guess? Everyone knows, right? I can guess. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Yeah, I'm a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. All right. So Bryce, what what house are you? Uh, give, give me a quick minute because I forgot. Uh, I'm going on the Pottermore website. Oh, Sean said he's Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm definitely a Hufflepuff. Oh, okay. So according to WizardingWorld.com, I am in Ravenclaw. No, you're not. You are yes, not I Ravenclaw. Am. Yes, no, I am. I'm not. I am. No, and... but it's no, it's not about like. What it's not about, like what this site says you are. What are you? Truthfully, I think I want to say I'm a Gryffindor, but I would probably be a Slytherin. I think everyone, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna invite Stacy. Give me one second. Um, so yeah, so um, that's what I I um. You have to look at like who you actually are. You know, like all the websites, depending on how you answer. You know, um, yeah. Anya says that she's a Ravenclaw. Sean, Raven. what actually were you? Like, what do you really feel like you are? What do you really feel like you are? Okay, so Sean's a Slytherin. So how did a Hufflepuff and a Slytherin get together? I don't know. Will, what are you? Hey, at least he didn't call uh, you a bug. Well, first of all, <laughs> according to Pardermore... Here's a true story of that. I wanted to be a Gryffindor. Everyone wants to be a Gryffindor. But you know what? Hufflepuffs have heart. And friendship. And friendship. And heart. And, and yes, I'm a Hufflepuff. Well, okay. Okay, first off, on Pottermore, according, according to Pottermore, I'm a freaking Slytherin. <laughs> you are not a Slytherin. But here's what I am. I am a Gryffindor. I truly am a Gryffindor at heart. I, I feel They're like brave. you're more a Hufflepuff too, though. You want to know why I say I'm a Slytherin? You have ambition. Because a, lot, 
because I have a lot of people outside of my small circle of friend, online friends and stuff. I have a lot of people who think I'm sneaky. Slytherins are, are. are. are prideful yes, are. and ambitious. Slytherins do whatever they need to do to get to the end goal they want. Get it doesn't have yeah. to be bad. You know, like it could be like a good outcome. And they do whatever they need to get to where they are. Stacy, I just sent you the link. You know, but... Slytherin actually does get a bad rap. Just because they have... They come out all like, doo-doo-doo. But they're not. We're not. They're sh- yeah. Here's, here's what I learned on Pottermore with Slytherins. Hufflepuffs Slytherins. are loyal. We, we uh, value friendships. I'm going to add Stacy in. Hey, Stacy. Stacy. Oh, but as hey. I let me moderate, Will, so we can all not talk over each other. I'm sorry, Stacy. What house do you belong in? Slytherin. You're Slytherin, so Sean. <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff. Gryffindor. <laughs> just talking heart. about how Slytherins get a bad rap. Yeah, Slytherins get bad rap because they've had yeah. Becky and freaking Lord Voldemort in Slytherin. Like, come on. Yeah, well, but mean, according to Ravenclaw, could you know? And I guess Hufflepuff is loyal. No, Ravenclaw is loyal. Hufflepuff, I don't know. I just um, I'm Hufflepuff. I'm definitely a Hufflepuff. You're, yeah, you're definitely a Hufflepuff. Here's here's, here's here's the traits of of all the houses. Gryffindor. Okay, let's go over that. What are the traits? Go ahead. Okay, Gryffindor. First off, Gryffindor, brave, uh, leadership. And defensive, defensive. Slytherin, ambitious. <laughs> Ambi- Slytherin, ambitious. Um, I would say, uh, cunning, and and um. What did you just always, share in the chat? Always, always um, a- it's a Harry Potter um, group called Potterheads all over the world. Yeah, but so you're supposed nice. to share the podcast to that group. Oh. Oh, yeah, you hit share, and you shared this on their group so they could join us. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought I explained this to you before the podcast. Probably not that through. Okay, Okay, now for Hufflepuffs. Loyal, friendly, and honest. I think that's me. And Ravenclaw, smart. And intelligent, intelligence and uh, perseverance. I think because I know Ravenclaws are supposed to be intelligent people. Yeah, I read something that said, um, according to J.K. Rowling, Hermione originally was gonna be a, a Ravenclaw, but I guess the Sword and Hat picked something else up on her and sorted her <laughs> into Gryffindor. Well, she's the writer, so she could choose to go have them go wherever she wants them to go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's he. You know, that's how it works. Um. So I always thought I don't know. Um. For me. Sorry. Uh, Anya her- says, um, "I just sent her a link to join us." She says, oh. "Pottermore says she's a Ravenclaw." Um, but she thinks she's more of a Hufflepuff. I um, I never take did. every quiz. They get you. I take every quiz. Take took every part, even part of one quiz, and says I was a slivering each quiz. I forget <laughs> what my um 
Bryce, you might remember what mine was. I took the quiz and I was, um, I believe you were Hufflepuff. Yeah, I'm always Hufflepuff, but I think I got, I even got the badger as, as my, um, how do you say that? How do you say that word? Patronus. Patronus. My Patronus was a badger. No, but later later it became a cat, which I'm good with because, um, my cat's around here somewhere, so, yeah. What a coincidence. My Patronus, my Patronus in Pottermore was a bobcat. Interesting. What's up with cat Patronus? It's like yeah, cats are awesome. Like, my my <laughs> Harry Potter OC. Guess what his Patronus would be? A dragon. Oh, that would be sick. A, a dragon. dragon, like a big I giant dragon. Luna. I wrote play Luna. Of course, Luna. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I like Luna, but the way she says anything Nargles. No, I I have no idea. Just ignore her. So just- <laughs> be a dog. Oh wait, wait, wait. Let me. I didn't dog. see. Do we have a dog? Hello, dog. welcome in, Anya. Anya. Hey, Anya. Wait. Anya. 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 It's echoing. I've always been pronouncing it as I aim. Hang on. Aim. Oh, so oh. So my. Go ahead. Next question, okay. Um, which Deathly Hallows would you choose? It says, another question that will really get into the mind of a person you're asking. And one Harry Potter fans have been debating ever since the introduction of the Deathly Hallows in the final book. Which one would you choose? The Elder One, which makes you invincible. The Resurrection Stone, which can return a lost loved one. Or the invisibility cloak, which can protect you from death. Of course, we we know that the parable plays out. We know the dangers of the hollows and how they can ruin one's life. But if somehow it's possible not to debate their merits, which one would you choose? Hmm. Hmm. That is a very, very, very good question. I have a lot. I, I wrote a lot. of. I took some time writing some questions out. She said she could be eaten now. Mm. I think she was said something was echoing. Okay. So um, that's a good one is a hard one. It is a hard yeah. one because I don't know what I would choose, to be honest. Be honest, I don't want <laughs> I don't want Notice his beard is I gotta redo his beard. It's 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 like blonde now again. <laughs> be honest with you. I don't want the wand of invincibility because then everybody's going to be coming after you. You're going to have people on all sides trying to kill you. Hmm. Second, yeah. the resurrection stone can easily be lost. And you, you can't, and you can't find it again. It, you can set it down somewhere and forget about it. Um, I would think I would choose the invisibility cloak because when you're at the last stage of your death, you then hand it down to your, your heir, your, your next kid. And then they can hand it down as well. She doesn't themselves from the arms of death for a long period of time. Okay, that's interesting. But then there are people who can see through the cloak. I kind of want to go cool with, I have to go with visibility cloak. Because I can't. I have to go with visibility cloak because if I had one. A four-year-old of my four-year-old nephew will find it and use it all the time. Hiding like he normally do when he come over here. Yeah. 
it would be, I mean, if I was a kid, I would want the invisibility cloak. You know, like if I was like Harry Potter's eight, hi Ryan, and I was walking around the castle, I would want the invisibility cloak. Now, as an adult, I'm getting petted now. I no, I, I kind of want the wand. <laughs> I think that having that power, but see, the house with Puff and me would probably still want the invisibility cloak. Can you stop petting me, please? Thank you. <laughs> Aaron, it's okay. I know you're not a fan, but thank you so much for showing up and supporting us. We love you. Oh, Will, yeah. what would you choose? Oh, God. Well, something tells me I wanted... I would actually have the wand, but yeah, I don't want anybody to go after me for that wand, for that power. Uh, know, but right? if I would choose, I would have to choose the invisibility cloak because I would have to protect someone from from someone evil and such. And I did like, and I do like that 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 that, that in Harry Potter that it could fit like three or many people, which is freaking cool. Uh, Ain. I mean, Anya, Anya. What type? Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't hear half the things because I got yeah distracted. Sorry. I, know, I got my dogs barked. <laughs> they start barking, so I had to mute, too. So, um, Anya. The invisibility cloak. Um, For the simple matter of even when I'm not there, I can uh, watch over watch over everybody. You know what I mean? Like, um, I can catch people talking about me. I can, you know, just there's so much you can do with the invisibility cloak. You can be there and not be there. Be a fly on yeah. the wall. See, I kind of want that, but I kind of don't. Mm -hmm. No, like, I don't want to know what happens when I'm not there. I don't know. I, I, I do. I'm a nosy. I'm a nosy person. Me too. I am too. Would you stop petting me? Could you stop no, petting I'm me? Kind of, I'm a nosy person as well. Okay, Ryan. Ryan. Um, well, I, I forgot. I my nephew have fun with it, but they did. They said like the close one to it. And speaking oh, of wands, yes. I'm sorry. Speaking yes. of wands, my Hermione wand is an interactive wand, but I can't show it to you because it's in storage. And I got it without looking at it because we went to the um place where they choose your wand. And the guy almost chose me, but he saw the little boy. So it's fifty dollars. Wow. Well, I need the box, so I wish I could show it to y'all, but it's in storage and it's fun. And I, it well, was fun cool. to go to. I got on the ride um, to the um, what's that ride called? Yeah. The um, one with the where you go inside the castle. Almost lost a shoe though. <laughs> <laughs> You guys mind? I can kind of show you the Lego and things if you would like. I will be right back. Sure. Yeah. So sorry. Sure. Um, I'm sorry. We can we can wait until we can talk oh, about something else. Uh, what do you guys think about Fantastic Beasts? I love Fantastic Beasts. I'm sorry, but I do love love love. Well, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I just got tucked into my room. Wow. Can you see that? 
Newton. Yeah, I could see. Um, I need to get Newton. Bronco Pops. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see him. He's um he's a chase. I need to get a new uh Newton um Funko Pop. Oh, I, I don't, don't collect. Yeah, my, my, new, my, my new Funko. Hey, my new Funko Pop is a chase one. He's holding fan uh the book Fantastic Beasts. So <laughs> he's a chase. And yeah, then I I'm, never collected Funko. I have like seven of them. Oh, my mm. grandmother, she, ha- she has the full... This is on my, cake this-, this is on my birthday cake this year. Oh, cool. See? Anyway. Oh, cool. This is my first one, so... I got it, because I was supposed to have... What, ha- what happened was, I was supposed to get some once upon time, books for once upon a time, and my mom, the lady who ever got my cake, didn't put it on there. So my mom got mm-hmm. that. From- oh. Oh. Man, we can't hear you. Yeah, we can't hear you, man. Hello. Hi, Van. Hi. Mommy's talking to Daddy. Oh. What, Zella just got That's back? Cool. What? Did Zelda come home? Yeah. Oh, cool. Zelda home. Oh my gosh, we've been live for about a half hour so far. Time flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been playing Bed Wars because it's going to update. And then I'm well, going to have no more Battle Pass. Oh. Uh, the season two is coming out, and I'm not gonna ha- get Robux to get season two. Oh, I need season two. So, uh, my grandmother has the Fantastic Beast. Um, that she has um, like. I'm talking to Bryce. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to be on. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Sorry, Zelda came back and sh- um, she just got her first COVID shot. Hmm. Cool. So, how did you take it? How, how did it go? All right. So, I forgot. Um, I didn't. Um, one of the. Th- I didn't answer, answer this question myself, but one of the things that reasons that I like Harry Potter so much. Um, so here you go, Stacy. You're back in. Um, I I really liked how, as a writer, um, there was something that like she put in um, book one that was important later. You know, like, one of the first scenes is Harry talking to the snake. And that doesn't come into later. And that's such a skill as a writer. I mean, I know she has a lot of stuff going on right now. And cancel culture has, like, attacked her and everything. But it's really a skill as a writer to have a series and have something from, like, the first page, the first chapter, the first book, mean something in the fifth book. And that's really amazing. Yeah. 
See, okay, the reason why they're attacking her is because of her mm. views on uh, transgenders, I think it is, and they're, I don't know, it's a whole big mess up. In my opinion, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. In my opinion, it's what she thinks, and that's her opinion. You know what I yeah, mean? I like, agree. Not everybody's going to have the same opinion. And for people exactly. to attack her for yeah. her opinion is wrong. You can't say anything on Facebook without offending someone of some kind, some oh. anywhere anymore. Oh. Yeah, I have to agree. You can't offend, you can't say something without people barking at you about your beliefs. True. I miss the days without social media most of the time. I'm sorry. My kids just started getting crazy for a minute. Um, <laughs> which happens here a lot. I get it. Yeah, we were just uh, discussing how you can't say on uh, anything on Facebook without getting someone offended anymore. And I'm kind of watching that yeah. because my dream is to become like not a, like a famous writer, but like just that people can read my stuff and I'm like you know what I can't really say whatever I want exactly so you have to be careful with that kind of stuff especially when you want when you're an in, uh, when you're an aspiring writer yes I have to watch you know, everything yeah I don't really post on Facebook anymore but I speak what's on my mind so I don't, I don't really care about what people think of me I, I don't care about any of that. If I, if it's on my mind, I'll say it. But uh, I don't necessarily agree with what J.K. Rowling has been saying. I just ignore it. See, same. But a lot of people like to keep a I'm lot of people uh, feel that need to be extremely opinionated about things and just feel like just because somebody else's views are not the same views as theirs, that that other person is wrong, which is not right. But anyway, let's just, sorry, let's get back on track. Let's, let's get back yeah, to her. I was so ranting. I was so ranting. Yeah. Because we can talk about that for like another, another podcast. Yeah. Um, I have um, another question. Uh -huh. um, okay. Okay. What are your in-depth and, and controversial thoughts on Severus Safe? This is a doozy of a conversation starter oh, because if you're talking to a serious Potterhead, you're going to be talking for a while. Even if you agree with each other, because Snape is probably the most controversial of all the characters in the book. Um, his problematic actions both prior to and throughout the series, his obsession with Lily, his horrendous treatment of Neville and Harry, and even and after his death, um, and this is um, Harry's um, insistence on turning Snape into a saint life figure. Like he you know, sacrificed his life to stand up to Voldemort. He named one of his sons um, after him. So um, it's it's really interesting topic to talk about. Now, I when I read Harry Potter, I always liked the character. I always liked the character of Snape. But I wasn't sure, Van, please stop. I wasn't I'll be right sure back. how um evil he was. Yeah. But I... as you as you read it, um, you know, it was kind of like the more when you look back, I'm like, okay, I see different things. I remember when Bryce was reading it and I were reading it, that we were both reading it. 
Um, no, maybe it wasn't Bryce. I'm not sure who I was reading with, but um, the book where he supposedly kills Dumbledore, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Dumbledore would never beg for his life. Exactly. So Snape and Dumbledore had to be working together, but it's still like it doesn't um, explain his actions. Yeah, so go ahead. I don't know. It's okay, not, it's, uh, my I, Here are my I love how they like characterize him in the first book as this mean old nasty teacher and then just keep going with it as if it's a gag throughout the series. Now when I read Half of the Prince and I got to that specific page, I was like, You gotta be shitting me. <laughs> Sorry for the language. <laughs> and then after reading Deathly Hallows, I started going back to the other book. And noticing all these certain times, Snape was protective over Harry and the group. And then, over time, it made more sense. Because he was acting as a double agent for Dumbledore. He knew what he had to do at the end of the, end of the map. And he didn't like it, but he had to do it to gain the Dark Lord's full trust in Deathly Hallows. Mm. Now, if Snape survived the uh, attack on Voldemort, it would have changed the whole ending of the Deathly Hallows. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It would have changed the entire ending. But mm -hmm. I think Snape was one of those characters who was well written and had a certain plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Will? Um, I'm just going, like, in my screen, how we're all set up, I'm just going around. <laughs> okay. 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 Here's one thing about Snape. When I was watching, uh, well, this is before I read the books, uh, Snape, when I was watching the movies, I thought he was complete, how you say, punk, basically put. And when I, by the time I started reading the books, I started, this character is like, Looks like he's sne uh, sneaky and evil and such. But my grandmother and I did not like Snape at first. But when I got to the last book and it revealed why he was acting this way towards Harry, and I go like, holy God, he's been good all along. And we didn't know. And I'm going like, damn. There's no way that Snape could survive the snake bite to me. I mean, he died a hero's death. He gave Peter uh, Harry that tear, showed all his memories. He died a hero. That's all I know. He died in believing what Dumbledore believed. Now, in. here's okay. I'm gonna ask another question later. Go ahead. I just want to um, break this question down. I and also, I, I he died. And also, he died because he wanted to see Lily again, because Harry's mother again, and yeah, yeah. he did. He did it. For, he did it for Lily. That's all he did. He didn't do it for for James. He only did it for Dumbledore and Lily, and he protected Harry with his life. And he did. No, that's hold on, Bryce. We're gonna let on um, you go next. We can come back to you. Go I ahead. just don't want to talk over anybody. All right. Sorry. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Okay. I think um, honestly, I think he was highly misunderstood. And a lot of his actions towards Harry uh, were due to jealousy over the fact that James was with Lily and Lily was the love 
was his love that he like his love of his life basically right so i think a lot of his actions were toward harry was jealousy over his father and who was with his mother but also i think that in a way he was trying to protect harry because i think he might have known in the end what was going to happen therefore he felt the need to protect harry because harry was lily's you know, so it's it's a weird way to describe it, but I think in the long run, a lot of his actions were to do with the fact that Harry is connected to Lily, and then, like um, Will said at the end, he did make it up to him. He did show like he was a better person than he was all the way through the movies and all the way through the books, which is like, in my opinion, which was a good thing. I like Snape, honestly. Like other people I don't, really but I love I love Snape. Yeah, I love. Well, first of all, I love Alan Rickman. <laughs> like, that's just like he's yeah, amazing. And so, that's further, uh, the best snake ever. No one can replace him. Even if you, even if you play a younger version, if they ever do it, do it in the HBO Max TV show, Alan Rickman, best Snape ever, best well, actor yeah. ever. In my opinion, I've been hearing rumors that um, Adam Driver or. Um, one of the Stranger Things kids might play a young version of him. So I can definitely see Alan Adam Driver doing an okay doing an okay snake. Now, okay, okay let me ask. Um, Stacy came back on. Stacy, what are your thoughts on Snape? I'm so sorry. My thing is, it's okay. Like no worries. Snape. I didn't like Snape at first. First of all, I'm so sorry. Because my our internet is crazy over here, but I um I didn't like Snape like at first, but at the end, and now I'm starting to watch all these murders about Lily and James all of them, and we went through. I, I kind of like them. And I feel kind of cry. Cause I think I think I did see the last one when it at midnight. I can't remember, but I like Snape man. I understand, but I still think to this day Snape was actually Harry's father in a way. I don't know why. Mm. Yeah, it's also that would be a cool twist. It's <laughs> also shown in the movie that Snape has been protective over Harry, like most notably in The Prisoner of Azkaban when Lupin was turning into a werewolf, Snape turns and starts protecting the kids because he knows yes. how dangerous werewolves it's not, are. It, it's not... Um... In, in in the books, they show it a little bit, but I mean, in the movie, they show it a little bit, but in the books, he really pulls them behind him and like holds them back and protects them. In the movie, they show a little bit and then he falls and he's like, you see him in front of them. But in the book, he was with them the whole time, like holding them back from from them. Uh, let's see. Sean said. It took the words right out of my mouth. I think Snape was tough to make sure Harry was wet, ready for Voldemort. Exactly that tough love. Yeah, yeah, I believe that too. He was preparing and, him with. Okay, um, I like Snape. Um, in the beginning, there's some things that, like, I still don't understand. Like, I know now that he was a double agent, and I know that, um. I know that, like, um, it's kind of it's another question that we're going to get to about Neville and Harry versus Harry. Mm. But um, he was oh. really mean to Neville. 
But I think he did that to be the double agent so that Neville didn't like him either so that um, he can, like, keep up his guys. Um, and um, when you read about his background and things. Mm-hmm. So here's a, here's a question about Snape. Snape is okay. one of my favorite characters, and everyone was like, um, when I first started reading the books, I was like, I like Snape, and they're all like, you're crazy. And I was like, <laughs> I think he's going to be good in the end. Um, so when somebody gives a memory, mm-hmm. right, do they keep that memory? Because I think, I think it'd be so. really sad. Because um, I remember Dumbledore put memories in that um, that like fountain thing. And Thank he you. told Harry, it's because I have so many memories that sometimes I need to put them in here to look at them. And so I was wondering if when, if when Snape gave his memory to Harry, did he die without his memory of Lily? No, no. Not at all. No, I think I think that spells supposed to show you um like a picture. Like a copy and like a, of no. a memory. Yeah, but like didn't a copy. He physically, but didn't he physically give him the memory? Like, yeah, like he pulled it out and pulled it out and gave it to Harry. So, so I puts it in, puts it in a vial. Yeah. No, I, he, yeah, Harry put he it in the vial. Him the memory, so he gave his memories yeah. to Harry. I don't think he has the memories anymore, which would be I really sad. So. I don't I know. The Goblet Harry of Harry is a gift. I, I, I don't think. Sorry. Once it's given, I don't think they have it anymore. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, I don't think they have it. But here's Sorry. the thing: in the Goblet of Fire, when Dumbledore pulled the the memory out from his temple, put it in there. It was the same memory Harry watched, and then Dumbledore was like, "Yeah, don't dwell on the past. Harry's bad." Right, but but, yeah. but he could take it back because he didn't give it to somebody. It was he in the in goblet, you know. Yeah. So he can take okay. it back. Snape died. He can't put that memory back in his mind. So no, in, in that case, yes, Harry would have kept that memory, and I think, in my opinion, that Snape would have died without that specific memory of Lily. Whereas with Dumbledore's case, Dumbledore put it into the cauldron where sure. it was there, but he was able to pull it out if he wanted to and put it back. Right. You know, so that memory, he would have that memory. Whereas I think you're right, Nancy, that um, uh, Snape died without that memory. And that's right. Now, I don't know if he had other, me- he probably had other memories of Lily, but he probably, yeah. but um, the ones he gave Harry, I don't think he had in the end. No. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting, like how much he gave up for Harry. Yeah, because he, you know, so that I makes him more of a hero in my mind. Did. Yeah, I, I think he. J.K. Rowling make a uh, one hundred and one facts about Harry Potter, like all behind the scenes crap about oh, I can see that unanswered questions and stuff like that. She needs to make a I book like that. I don't think insane. there needs to be a book, um, <clears throat> because sometimes the questions left unanswered. Um, let the reader make their own mind up about like yes. like about Snape. Like we all have different views about Snape. Um, we all have different ideas. So I think like without having um, it spelled out for us, like poetry. Um, you know, you can read a poem and get one view of it. You can get um, another view of it. I don't think she needs to spell out every little detail in the book because no. um, that takes away from our imagination. Yeah, yeah. I, right. 
I mean, the idea, the concept behind that idea is a good idea, but I agree with Nancy with the, like, leave it to uh, the person's imagination or leave it to their opinions, like Nancy said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's my question. When did Snape exactly become a double agent? When he went, um, in the books, it says he, um, after Lily dies, uh, he goes oh, yeah, to right. Dumbledore after and he begs for forgiveness. Uh, and he actually went to Dumbledore before Lily died. I'm sorry, he went before Lily died, and he told them that and he told them what what Voldemort was planning to do, and he wanted he he said you need to save Lily, and then he said no, you need to save all of them. So that's when he became a double agent. He became a double agent before Voldemort fell. So that's how they know that um you know versus those who those who came afterwards and yeah, said oh we're not followers of him Dumbledore um came um uh, not Dumbledore Snape came to Dumbledore before Voldemort fell I mean, we can keep going on Snape. Uh, if anyone else has anything to add, I can ask another question. I think question. Snape was, like, I think he was not trying to be... I think Snape was not trying to be mean to Harry, because in the movies, I haven't read all the books yet, but I think he was not trying, I think he was just jealous because he looked at his dad, and when Dumbledore said, can you come help me after um, Mr. Weasley got hurt? I recently just watched that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He said he helped he helped him and tried to like help him, but I think he wasn't really like when he came to when Harry came to the school, he wasn't mad. He was just jealous. Mm -hmm. Right. See, I he think he was mean. he was being mean when they went to so I think he was being mean to him so that people wouldn't think that he was favoring Harry. Yeah. Now with Neville, he's jealous of yeah, Neville because, because um he didn't lose his family. He, I mean, he lost his parents in a different way, but he, Neville still had his, his parents. Now, if Neville was chosen to die by Voldemort, Snape would have saved Lily. See, I think Neville... Um, I think he was mean to Harry and Neville because they were the ones that were going to defeat Voldemort in the end. And if he was nice to them... Then they would know that um, then he, his gig would be up. So yeah. I think that's purposely why he, but he's basically bullied both of them. Yeah, but I did. think he did that so that the other, so that the other Death Eaters wouldn't like ex suspect him. Mm -hmm. Being uh, on the cover, like not being on the cover. <laughs> so um, moving on to another question. What question? is your favorite Harry Potter book and why? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, shit. Sorry. No, it's it's okay. Um, <laughs> um, my, my favorite is the first one yeah. because it opened up the world. Um, there were a lot of cool magic things, and I loved how excited the kids were about exploring, and it was more of a child's book. As the books went on, they became more, not more adult-themed, because they were like, they weren't adults, but they were 16, 17 years old, so other things were happening. 
one of my least favorite books was the one where oh, Harry and Ron and my, they were all fighting. Yeah, uh, that was hard to read. But the first book, when they first started to become friends, it was like exciting and new beginnings, and it got me like caught up and I wanted to read fast. So that's why the first one is my favorite. Hmm. My favorite Harry Potter book. Okay, I'm not going to sound cliche, but it was the Deathly Hallows. Everything was unfolded in the Deathly Hallows. Everything was told. Why Harry has this power? Why Harry has that power? Why right. is Harry on his own? Why did uh, Dumbledore leave this or leave that? Everything was sh was told in the final book. I fully understood what happened with Harry. What happened with Neville? Because Neville was also a hero in the in the last book as well. We he are so gonna get to that. Yeah, he killed the snake. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with them. I'm, I haven't read all the books yet, but I'm going with the movies because I see all the movies. But uh, yeah, I love with, the Death of Hallows. I'm gonna have to go with the Death Cream of Bryce, the Daily Hallows, because I I went to the ninth premiere of the Daily Hallows um, book premiere here, and I like how they ended it. And it was good to see the kids them as at the end, but it was wrong to see Balfour without no hair though. But it was good at the end where they got to see the day children and then you got the curse of child, the play and stuff in the book. Have you seen the play? Oh, it's good. And, Is the play like anywhere yet? No, um, I haven't. Seen it yet. They're children's. Oh, no, no, I haven't read it. I just haven't. Here's a good question. I, like to, I have to go with Daily House for the movie. Yeah. Okay. Can I? My. The favorite book, I, I'm i agreeing with both Bryce and uh, Nancy. The first one I like because it starts off everything. And the last one is one of my favorites too because it ties in everything together and it ends everything. Now, Cursed Child, are we going to talk about that? Because I have not a very good opinion on that book. I, I, I don't like it because it's not a book. Mm -hmm. And it ruined, uh, a it ruined the character of Cedric for me. Now, yeah. here's my question. Is it Harry Potter canon? Is it a part well, she of the wrote it. series? She yeah, wrote but it. It's not, a, it's not a real book. It's a screenplay. But she, it's meant so, as a play. But she wrote it. It's a um, it's like the script in a way. It's like a book, yeah. but it's a script. That's why her taxi saw. Yeah, That's kind of why I didn't like it when I read it. Got it yet, but it's like the like actual script, and then they do they did. I think the play in London and it's now is in Broadway. So that's why that's why I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it was. It, it, it's a play. They just started her line this year, so when it comes down here, I'm going. Yeah, it is a Broadway play, and but mm -hmm. I don't like the way the book was written, script-wise yeah, and play-wise. To me, that confused that confused me trying to read that book the way it was all play-wise. Now, the second time around, I tried to read it. I got into my mindset that this is a play, and you've got to read it and picture it as a play, not read it as you would read like a chapter book. It's the same with the um, uh, Fantastic Beasts; yeah. it is written the same way. Yeah. And that's I why I, I didn't like it. No. Nope. I, I didn't like Christmas Child either. Yeah. When I got it, I was expecting a book and I opened it and I was like, what is this? And I just I was like, I wanted a book. Same. 
my uh, I got the book. I, I got the I got the script book too, but I haven't read it yet. It's just it's it's, it's and, and I it just it really ruined the character of Cedric Degory for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just um, Cedric Diggory, yeah. it just and kind of ruined Harry because it makes Harry out to be a bad father. Yeah, like you know what I mean, like how his child's in Slytherin. And so I'm not saying much. Okay, I can't say anything. Yeah, because uh, I haven't read it. People haven't yeah, read it, so I'm not saying it, uh, much of anything. But I don't like. Overall, I didn't enjoy reading it because of the way it's written. But that being said, I did enjoy Fantastic Beasts, which is written the same way in the same format as a play. I enjoyed but both of those books. Fantastic right? Beasts as like a movie. I, yeah, but I don't know. I wish they were books. Yeah. Fantastic well, Beasts, they are. I have them. No, here's written another place. question. Oh, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah. That's what it, it's the only downfall about those books is they're written by, uh, as plays, whereas Fantastic Beasts, same thing. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. Fantastic Beasts, same thing. Oh, but wow. able to read now, that and get through that. You know I what I mean? Don't fucking stop. Now, I have a question. Are you all aware of the new Harry Potter video game Hogwarts Legacy coming? Mm-mm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It is going to be set in the 1800s, way before yeah, Harry Potter yeah. and way before Fantastic Beasts. Here's the question. Are any he- Fantastic Beast characters going to appear in the game? Because this was in the 1800s. Dumbledore could have been a kid going to Hogwarts for the first time. Right. It isn't it before uh, Nick Scandmander and everything like that? Isn't it before all that? It's set in yeah, the it's like 1800s. 1890s. Um, yeah, Dumbledore could have been a kid going to Hogwarts for the first. Professor McGonagall could have been there. Like we don't know. There's very um, little information about the game so far. Sorry, Aaron. I got questions about them. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I got questions. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got it. Got it covered. Okay. So, oh, I have this um, question okay. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I had this experience when I started reading the books. I didn't know if anyone else had it. Uh, when you started, I already asked, like, when you started reading the books, like, you know, but what were people's reactions when you started reading them? Because when I started reading them, um, I was at camp, but then I went back to my college and it was at a Christian college and I got so much backlash because oh. they were like, this is witchcraft. And <laughs> like, and I don't know if that's still a thing or is it like past that? Because no, really I had, is it still a thing that people yeah, are like, oh, not. Harry Potter, rawr. It's yeah, still friend. a thing. There's still a lot of people against Harry Potter because they do magic and uh, they're oh. wizards. They're doing magic. Oh. And with Christianity and Catholicism, it's against it. It's like you're basically a witch. You're basically. You're you're evil because you are um, believing in the magic, or you're reading something on magic. So therefore, you're automatically evil. Okay, so I I hadn't heard anything like in a while, and I wasn't sure if it was still yeah. a thing. It oh, is it's still a thing. Um, yeah. my friend Scott, he wasn't really allowed yeah, to. I, mean, I, was I read it from when I was in seventh grade, but 
I'm Catholic, so I saw the one day. Right, you said you guys were very strict. I'm Catholic. Yeah. My grandmother, man, she passed away last year. She gave me one of her books and read it, and I got like basically all the movies on DVD, but never had a problem with that. But I know in some states, people who christen, I actually went to a christening daycare for a while, and they actually took them out. They were trying to take them out. Mm-hmm. Here in Texas, yeah. we got Christmas around here in Texas, and, they, and this Dallas, Dallas name, but I heard some where some some cities in Texas, not mine, but was trying to get rid of them. Some so, some places. I read them when I was in seventh grade. Yeah, some places in the states so. have actually banned them in the schools. There's some places around like the world and in 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 the states that have banned the books in schools and things. And also in this in the U.S., I don't know if it happened in Canada. They changed the title to the first book from yeah. I think it was Philosophers to Philosopher's Stone. It's I called, think it was. It was the original book title is the Philosopher's Stone, but in the U.S. it was changed to Saucer's Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. 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 But I was just wondering. What do your kids think about it? I was just wondering. Read the book, like, do y'all oh! basically oh! let them read the book and then what Wait, they think about him. it? What do they think about it? Well, I had a lot of um, I had a lot of people like complaining about it, you know. Oh, well, he's a you know like they were like I read it and you know he's a little boy and you and his and his um you know guardians are so horrible and then he finds magic and you want him to have all this magic but you think magic is the answer and I was like listening to them and then I said but you read Tolkien and C.S. Lewis, mm. so what's the difference? They're like, well, the difference is C.S. Lewis and, and Tolkien are Christians. And I was like, but they still write fantasy, so there's no difference. Like, And that's what I was trying to get them to understand, and I don't think they ever understood it. They were, like, so against it. Yeah. And I was trying to, like, I'm like, how can you read The Lord of the Rings and then and take he- a book like Harry Potter and say, this book needs to be banned? And yeah. the Lord of the Rings has magic in it. I don't understand how you can like, yeah. It's because no, people's, sorry, people's views are just different. What like, are we talking about? It, Hold on, because Tolkien and Lewis, uh, those two books, yes, they're high fantasy. Yes, talking animals, everything like that. But they didn't involve magic, magic, like the physical use of magic. So that's what people's arguments are going to be with you. Uh, B, I don't, I didn't word that right. Um, that's what their arguments are going to be. It's going to be look, yes, they're high fantasy, but they didn't use magic, they never had physical magic going on, right? So no, that's what people I'm are going to argue with you. Yeah, it was just, uh, I was the reaction I got when I first started reading them, and I didn't know if anyone else ever had that kind of reaction because I haven't heard since then. I got told, why are you reading those books are for children? 
Oh, I never got that. But, um, <laughs> you know, like I said, um, I remember saying to somebody, they're like, you should read Tolkien. And I said, well, Tolkien is a oh, high fantasy uh, adult the- book that children, you know, the younger people can enjoy. And Harry Potter is a young adult book that adults enjoy. Like, it, and that's how I... <laughs> Can I ask a question? Sure. What were your thoughts when you realized Harry's relatives were only mean and bad to him because he was a Horcrux? What were your first thoughts? Um, they were only mean because he was a Horcrux. Well, yeah. um, they were they no, they, kind of because uh, if you remember, um, Petunia was all was mean to Lily way back when oh, she yeah. was a child. So, <laughs> yes, they were extra horrible to him because he was a Horcrux. But um but um if you think about it, Harry lived with in in um the school for so long and nobody was like extra mean to him. Exactly. The only time we saw that was when was when Ron um Started wearing the locket. Right. And he was becoming very jealous um, of Harry and Hermione. And then we kind of realized that, um, you know, like the Dudleys had Harry for so long and he was a horror crux. And that could have played into it, but it was never really described in the, it really was never talked about in the books that much. So there is a chance that some of the stuff they were doing was because he was a horror crux, but Petunia was mean to Lily and Snape when they were younger. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, she was very jealous of her sister as well because her sister, her sister was a witch, and and because uh, she had magic and. Her parents sent her to a special school, as she says it, or whatever. She was very, very jealous of her sister. And I think her sister's child being dumped on them, right? She wasn't happy with having that that child there. I think she wanted to be a witch. I think she wanted to be like her sister, yes. Yeah. And she had a lot of jealousy. Therefore, she treated treated they both treated Harry really, really bad because I think out of jealousy. And then finding out he was, I can't pronounce the word correctly, I can't pronounce it, I'm sorry. That, I didn't think that helped out either, you know? It's just a lot of jealousy. I don't think they're good people. Like, I don't think they're good people. I think that it just added to a bad situation. It made a bad situation worse. Mm -hmm. Like in Order of the Phoenix, when they were ready to kick Harry out, Dumbledore sent Petunia an owl saying, remember my last... I think that that's what his last request was to make sure Harry had a place to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just um, I don't know why they left Harry with them for so long. Exactly, and they were the only relatives that he I had. Think the, I think that's why the Weasleys took him in too. Cause I think towards the end, yeah, want him to go back. So that's what I think. I don't blame them. Like. They were cruel to him, like really cruel. Yeah, you know, well, they did give him a bedroom at one. Well, that was they that was only that was like later. He was under the stairs for so long. I mean, they gave yeah. him the bedroom because they were scared. That's why they gave him a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Out of fear. So, talking about evil people, mm-hmm. who do you think is worse, Voldemort or Dolores Umbridge? Umbridge. Or Loris Umbridge. 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 Sorry, sorry. Umbridge. 
Umbridge. As bad as Voldemort well, is, I think Umbridge. Umbridge was just pure. Umbridge. I had the Umbridge myself. I hated her, her so much. Oh, that woman I is just she was mean. Although, although she me the actress who so portrayed Umbridge did a damn good job of it. Yeah, she was just True. a really mean character. Yeah. Whereas Dumbledore was. I mean, the Dumbledore of Voldemort. Voldemort was good at one point. He just, at some point, just turned, you know? So, whereas Umbridge, I think, has always been just evil. Yeah, and I, um, like, I think that, um, Umbridge had, I can't remember in the end, she was a Death Eater, wasn't she? Yeah, she pretty much became a Death Eater, and then, yeah. After Voldemort died, Kingsley Shacklebolt became Minister of Magic and he fired her ass. Yeah. Um, I just... Mm. Voldemort was <laughs> like the villain of the movie, but he had a reason. Like, you know, he had a reason. Yeah. And Dumbledore just life. came out of nowhere and was evil. And it's like... What? Aaron agrees. He said Umbridge. The hardest scene to watch with her is when she starts scarring Harry's hand with that quill. Yeah. Oh, oh. I, I didn't like Umbridge at all because she had too many cats in her office. Oh, uh, she She tried to, it was like she tried to like, you know, her, her she, house was all like the little hey, tree tops and everything, trouble, but she was like so the evil. His, uh, stuff will go through his skin. I'm like, I'm going to be crying now. Yeah. Speaking of characters, behind you. Who played behind me? Umbridge? Yeah. Yeah, it's Quasi. Yeah, Umbridge was just, she was just mean. And she was, um, Voldemort was bad, evil, but he had a reason to be, right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. Umbridge had no reason. She I was can't. pure evil. Oh my God. Yeah. And the actress, Melda Staunton. Mm. He did a damn good job. I, I hate the character, but I respect the actress. The actress slash actor. Yeah. And that's good. Like sometimes people have a hard time um separating the actor from, from the part. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of shows like that. I know a lot of um books that have been made into shows like that. I have seen people go absolutely nuts over the fact that, oh, well, you know, that's not the person that we expect, but it's a person playing a part, right? In the end, it's yeah. a person playing the part. There is no need to have hate or anger or whatever against the person themselves because they're separate. From that character, right? You know what I mean. Playing like, the character, exactly. Just some people just can't distinguish reality from uh, non-reality. Reality. Like Ray Fiennes, like Ray Fiennes, the guy who portrays Voldemort. He's Ralph, an amazing Ralph actor and everything else in other in other movies. He does a damn good job of being Voldemort, and in some parts, Voldemort was kind of cool. He did a lot of cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I heard like um okay, it's a little off topic, but I heard that people, um, oh, what's her name? Um, the girl that plays Belle in Once Upon a Time, 
there were people that were so angry with her because she played Tess in um, um, Roswell, like when we were teenagers and they didn't like her character. They were so like, oh, I couldn't watch once at a time because she was on it. And I'm like, Emily the Raven. She played a part 20 years ago, and we're, you're still angry about a part she played 20 years ago? Does it make any sense? <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of what people do. Emily the Raven. Emily, yeah. okay, Emily the, the Raven. I got the Del so Raven part, but I was thinking Belle, and I'm like, that's not her name, that's not her name, that's not her name. Wasn't no. she also in Law? Yeah, she was yes. on Lost. She played a young pregnant woman on Lost. But people, oh, kept, yeah, but people were so stuck on her Roswell character. That they couldn't, that they were, and they didn't like that character. So it's like she was in Carrie too. I know, but it was just a part, you know, like yeah, uh, like they couldn't see past it. Like actors like, respect their characters that they play. They they like read over the character. They read their parts, and then they bring it to life. And sometimes it, it's a win, sometimes it's a loss. But with really? the actors and actresses of Harry Potter, I think. Each and every actress and actor nailed each role. Oh, I, yeah, I agree. And that's like with, that's the same with um, Outlander as well. People go absolutely crazy when they see the characters out, when they see the actors, actresses outside of character with another partner. Mm -hmm. Like uh, yeah. the one that plays Claire, she's married and has a baby. And people are like, oh, well, maybe it's Sam's baby. No, she's not with him. You know what I mean? It's just the same goes with the Harry Potter. You're right, Bryce. They absolutely nailed the parts perfectly. They did the same thing with um, Emma Watson and Tom uh, uh, Felton. Oh, well, that's Tom Felton is still, is still riding that Harry Potter chain. Yeah. That's because she had a crush on him when he was little. When they were true. little. That's Tom true. The most recent thing I remember Tom Felton being in was The Flash on season three. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's been in a few movies. I don't yeah. think he's writing the Harry Potter. No, he he's in a lot of movies. Stuff like that every now and then. It's hard oh. for me to get past Daniel Radcliffe um, as Harry Potter. I, he's been in some great movies, but I still oh, yeah. it's just Harry Potter. He's Harry Potter, yeah. He's Harry That's, Potter. I saw I saw him uh, I saw this is what happened with Danny Radcliffe. He and I are the same age. I saw him uh when I was uh watching Prime on uh he was on uh he played younger David Copperfield. Oh. And that was Oh yeah. Um okay. So I had um, another question. Kind of, a, they're all like thought-inspiring questions. I'm sorry. Um, what? Okay. What was Dumbledore a hero or a villain? Like, what did you actually think of Dumbledore? Because I have an interesting view on him. Um, I want to so, hear your view first. Okay. So, um, the true nature of Dumbledore has debated a lot. Um, a lot in the post series. He was a powerful man with too many secrets who continue to put Harry, a young boy, in dangerous um, in danger. Um, I feel like there were times that he kept information from Harry that he should have told him and it would have protected Harry. I think a lot of times Harry was kept in the dark on a lot of matters. 
um, that what there was one where he just like completely kept Harry in the dark and would refuse mm-hmm. to see him. And Harry was like looking for guidance, and yeah, was um, Dumbledore was like, um, just leave or like refuse to see him. And then to have Harry be there when he dies, and Harry didn't know what that was gonna do. And I just, um, I don't think he's a bad person. I think he was the wrong mentor, and he made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. I have to agree with Nancy. His plan fully planned out for him, not for other people. He did not take in other people's reactions to heart. He did not tell he, the only person he trusted enough to tell was Snake, and Snake was against his plan. He didn't want to do it. He didn't care for it, but he had to do it. Now, with Harry in the Order of the Phoenix, ignoring him the entire book and the entire movie was a bad mistake. It, it's one of the downfalls that made series death more emotional because if Dumbledore just had them a fraction of time, he would have talked to Harry. But no. He but has he had to the time in Time Turner, so he had time. Mm-hmm. He, chose, he had all the time in the world. Not to exactly that that pisses me off because all the things he could have told Harry ahead of time. Oh, hey, just so you know, you could talk to snakes, or hey, just so you know, one of your parents' friends was a traitor, mm. right? Yeah, like, but that, how did they not know? Like, Dumbledore knew everything, and they never told him any of that. Uh, yeah, I'm, mm. Dumbledore yep. knew everything and told Harry nothing. Right. Yeah, but for him to tell him everything that's going to happen would kind of give Harry the heads up. But then, it, like, he wouldn't experience what he experienced. He probably right, it would mess up. It, it would mess up the book. It would too. mess up everything going on if Dumbledore told Harry everything that he knew. That would have right. messed up everything along the timeline. I and- think he was just a um, flawed character. Hmm. Yeah, not a hero or a villain, but I he think wasn't he the best mentor. Yeah, I, yeah, that's like if like you said, told I, Harry I, everything. Snake would not have died. I think, he, I think he could find like a bad. I think Harry could pick a better mentor, but Mr. Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> I think should have been Mr. Weasley. I think uh, she yeah. would have been the perfect mentor yeah. for Harry. But yeah. That leads yeah, us into the next question I'm gonna have when to we're go all with, done with I'm this have to one. Professor McGon- McGonagall. Uh, yeah, I, I like- think I think Dumbledore, I yes, he was a wrong choice for a mentor. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm sorry. I agree that <laughs> Dumbledore was a... From, um, Harry Potter is, McGonagall is. I don't know what movie it's from. He said... She says always them three, and she always catches them when they get in trouble. So, and she's one of my favorite characters. So, she always yeah, catches them trouble. Good. So I'm going with Mephisto Gonago. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Will. <laughs> yeah, and Dumbledore, I believe, was a, Dumbledore, I believe, was a wrong choice of being a mentor. But I would agree that Mr. Weasley would be as a best mentor for Harry. I think he was trying, he didn't tell him all these things because I think he was trying to prepare him for uh, what's 
to come. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I... of the way he was. Sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Because in the sixth book, he was preparing him about Dumbledore, about Voldemort, what he would, what he knows, and what he would do to stop him. I think that's the reason why with that. But he didn't prepare him that much since he died. Harry had to prepare himself of what might come ahead. And uh, anyway, Anya, what's your opinion? I oh yeah, Jory did. Relax. It's okay. So my opinion is I don't think Mr. Weasley would have been a good mentor because he's smart and all, but he's a little bit tipsy. Yeah. I like, like him. him. <laughs> I like him too. He's obsessed with muggles and whatnot, and I think he would have been more towards asking Harry in regards to muggles and trying to guide him and teach him to be prepared to face Voldemort in the end. That's just my opinion. Whereas Dumbledore, he, yeah, like Nancy said, he is good and he is bad. He wasn't the best mentor for Harry. Harry could have had a better mentor, like Professor McGonagall. Mm -hmm. honest, oh my God! Sorry, sorry. Speaking of Professor McGonagall, they had this meme where she says, "I think it's something to do with Humbridge," and you told her to what? I forgot what the, what what the meme says. It says, "Have a seat, Mrs. Potter." Yeah, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> um, to be honest, I think Sirius Black would have been the best mentor for Harry, considering he is Harry's last line of his family, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sirius Black is pretty much my favorite character of the whole series. <laughs> okay, so Bryce, so that leads me into the next question. What okay. death in the series is the most heartbreaking? Serious is because, um, and it hits especially harder in the movie because they muted Harry's emotional screaming because it was too overwhelming for actress, um, the one who plays Bellatrix. She was so heartbroken with Daniel Radcliffe's performance at Sirius's death that they had to mute it. And it hit harder with me because I thought Sirius was a bad guy at first when I read Chris Novazia back. Everyone no, did. He cares for her deeply like a father would. Like, if he didn't die, he would still be Harry's pretty much father throughout mm -hmm. the series. He would have been there to help Harry through the Deathly Hallows, through Dumbledore's death through everything else. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, his cousin decided to kill him. Right. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Uh, uh, death that would actually hit most is, I would believe, two. Dumbledore's death and Dobby's. Dobby's oh, was, was Dobby's. Dobby, was hard. Yeah, that kind of hit me hard. Especially when they had to bury him properly without magic. And then, okay. and I, li I like where it says, here lies Dobby, a free elf. And that I'm burying him with that sock. Oh, man. <laughs> that was cool. Like That was so cool. And he was like, you gave him a sock. Dobby, <laughs> <laughs> a sock. 
Oh God. Mr. Free Dobby. Anya, what did you think? Um I have well now you brought up Dobby. Why do you have to bring up Dobby? I know. Um, I'm sorry. Me was sorry. Dumbledore and um serious. Um Dumbledore kind of shocked me what happened and yeah, I literally bawled with Dobby's death. I death. I was literally in tears. But me for the most emotional one had to be Dumbledore and serious. Dumbledore because it was just a complete shock. I was like, oh my god, right? But Sirius is just like like Bryce said, um he was a, like a father figure to Harry near the end. And it would have been great if he would have continued, but him dying was a shock. Mm-hmm. But overall, like that's about the only three I could think of right now. But Dobby, Dobby. sorry, now that's in my head. <laughs> oh Dobby, Dobby. I bawled. I cried so hard watching Dobby's death. Can no. I say one thing? Is yeah. it just me, or did Lucius try to kill Harry in Hogwarts school in Chamber of Secrets? That's just on well, my head. Well, that yeah. was in the movie, not in the book. Exactly. In the movie, he legit In the movie, he he went to strike at Harry. Yeah. But then Dobby yeah. stopped him. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't remember that in the movie, but oh, so he did, okay. Yeah, like he was gonna, he was gonna use the, the death curse to Ava could not you know, but, um, but Dobie yeah. stopped him. But in the book, they don't actually say that. Exactly. See, yeah. Who do you think is um whose death was hit you the hardest? I have to go with Dobby and oh. Dobby and when they did Stapes thing. I would have to say Lily. Kind of. I was shocked. I said I saw. Her I think we saw him midnight, but I don't know for sure. I have to look at the ticket, but I would have to go with uh, Dobby. I forgot the other one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Will. I forgot the other third one that hit me most. Hedwig. Oh, my God. Hedwig. I love that. I love that. It's more emotional in the book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The book is tough. So. Um, for me, um, it was um, it was Snape and Sirius Black, but you don't really spend a lot of time on Lupin and Tonks. They oh, killed yes. me when they died at the end because, like Sirius, what you know, like I always um, thought that like Lupin would take over for Sirius, so at least he had Lupin. And then when Lupin and Tonks both died, and they had a kid, and I was just like, it's Harry Potter all over again. And I was just like, uh, you know, it, um, I don't know. It was just so much death. And then on top of all everybody, and then Lupin and Tonks die. And I was like, oh. And so I don't, don't know if Red. it was, if it helped hit me because there was just so much death. And it was like, and then you take a side like, and then more. And it was just like that was just tough. And um, of course, I don't remember which one of the twins died. It was Fred. It was Fred. That was rough. That no, was rough too. That yeah. was rough for George. He lost a bit of himself during that yeah. time during the battle. The real thing is that oh, was, it was the Fred. actors who play him. That was hard for them to do. That's what I heard. The, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. But so the actors, here's that, what I the heard. actors that played him was actually twins, and it was kind of. <laughs> 
hard. I heard it was kind of hard. I heard it was kind of hard for them to do that scene. Yeah, yeah. I heard similar. Uh, the twin, whose brother was supposed to be dead, he looked down at his brother's body, started tearing up. No, it wasn't acting. He legit saw his brother dying in front of him someday. And that's what, oh wow! Yeah. That would be wow. That was not acting. He looked. As if his brother was dead in real and life. That, and that would affect like someone big time. Yeah. But in general, the Frank? deaths in general in Harry Potter were pretty sad. But like not, for some reason for me it's Dumbledore, like I said, it's serious snake. They're the first two that really stick out in my mind. Right? My grandmother were pretty sad. My grandmother loved the Weasley twins. Those were her favorite characters, and to read that that one of them died, she was sad that George died, that Fred died. Sorry, yeah. wrong one. Okay, um, I like them too. Saved. Oh, I did have this question that I've been like we've been leaning towards. Um, who is the real hero of the story, Harry Potter or Neville, Log Neville Longbottom? Neville. Without Neville, they never would have killed Snake. Mm, I have to go. I would there. have to say Harry. I would have to say Harry, but Neville also, because here's the thing about Neville. Here's, Neville started out from this little chubby kid all the way up to becoming this hero that we know today. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I, I missed the question. Oh, um, it's a, who is the real hero of the story? Harry Potter or Neville Longbottom? Okay, got it. Go on, sorry, continue, Will. Yeah, as I was saying, Neville has the most character development, yeah. in my opinion. I do. I yeah, do even though that, yeah. He wasn't, yeah, even though he yeah, hadn't, wasn't chosen one, he was supported. Mm -hmm. To Harry, knowing these tra traits and such, he became his own person. Yeah. During the um, during the final book, he became his own person. Um, he had uh, the sword of Gryffindor chopping off that snake. Dang yes. Well, right, <laughs> and they say the only the heir of Gryffindor could have pulled that sword of Gryffindor out. A true Gryffindor. Another question. What if Harry and Neville are both heirs of Gryffindor? Because Harry is related to the Peverals, and Peverals are related to the original owners of the Deathly Hallows, and then the Peverals extend over the entire wizarding community pretty much. Well, they do say that um in you know like um, in um black in um black's castle they had like the black's house they had the family tree and they were saying how um how a lot of the purebred families there was a lot of interbreeding because they wouldn't um you know like how many how many pr true blood families could you have before you started to before you had to exactly. to breed with muggles no, I mean, they didn't want to breed with muggles. But if you had, like, let's say 15 to 20. Second cousins? Right, yeah, exactly. Like, you had to marry your cousin or your second cousin or something. Or third or fourth. It states that Harry and Voldemort are distant, are related, are distant relatives. Well, so are, um, so is, um, Bell. Oh, the Weasleys and the Yeah. 
Um, Sirius Black's family is also related to um, the Malfoys by marriage. Right. Yeah. And and um and I think Molly was a black, I think, for Marion Weasley. So basically put, Weasleys are related to the blacks as well. So there's, by a lot of, there's a lot of. Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Nancy. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have another question. Okay. What are your favorite fan theories? I know my favorite fan theory is the one where George is Willy Wonka. He's definitely one here. He's got a limp. He makes he makes candy out of factory. He makes fun stuff like like magical stuff, and it all aligns in some in a certain way. Um. Yeah, that's one of the questions Will came up with. Best fan theories or best fan fictions too. I don't know uh, if I have any fan theories. Um, for me, like watching them on YouTube, I have to this fan film. Like y'all know, I'm doing a once upon a time thing. Uh, I have been watching a lot of Harry Potter fan films, and one of my favorites is called Sisters of Black. The girl Kelly Easton, this girl, she's doing Carl. I do one right now. Um, for one to one at a time. No man. But she did a good job. She got her own sister playing Andromeda. Got basically all her friends. She basically did an origin story of sisters, these sisters. Um, and it's so good. And it's like I'm gonna put it on my Facebook when I get a chance, but and there's another one. Disney just did it. I think they did last year. It's called it's from Brokers and they did the Great Wizard War. And they did before they did the Great Wizard War, like a radio play or something. They did Oh, they, I I I I've And then the fans liked this so much. They did they did a great um war. And they um did a great war like a video play like they used to have back after they said. And I read so saw those. Listen to the whole thing and it's so good. And the people that got in there the way that they wrote it, it is so good. But Sister Black is by Kelly Easton on YouTube. She did a good job because I'm starting to look at stuff that people are saying for my bars, for my group. It's very good. Like, hey, the, the people that these fans come up with stories that's not even in the book, but it's in the book or movies. But those who I like from the fan thing and they I watch them like so many times, but it's good. I'm sorry. Um like the, like fan films and stuff. So Alright. All right. Um Will, wait, hold on. Will, did you have any fan theories or um fan fictions that you enjoy? Oh god, there's been there's so many. Um or I, or lead it into um OCs. Did you, any OC Harry Potter OCs that you created? Oh God! There's so many. Oh God! There's so many. How about your favorite? Uh, favorite? I, I forgot his name. But he's a Gryffindor. Um, I think he's uh, he's from America. He's a nomad born. Okay. Um, is, that, is that what they're is that what they're called? That's uh, what they called in there. Yeah, nomad. Hold on, I'm gonna. Yeah, no match born. He, his father works for the U.S. Ministry, but since since 
U.S. wizards and witches cannot marry nomadges. He has to keep. He had to take his love directly to England, where they accept uh, uh, nomad wizards and witches. That's but they do keep in close contact with writers and such. Um, he, my character, lives in England. He's American. He is. He lives with his mother and his grandmother. They both like. Uh, yeah. So basically, put he is accepted in Hogwarts. His grandmother loves like like Ron like Warren Weasley's dad. Um, his grandmother loves her. His grandmother loves magic. She thinks it's very very unique. And they, he does go to Hogwarts. And eh, it's hard to explain. Um, I did. Well, I did make that character. He's a Gryffindor. Uh, he has Tribetronus is a dragon. I always imagine my OC being uh, meeting Harry on the train when he's like in his third or fourth, third year or twelfth year or I think it was his twelfth year or third year, and meeting Harry and Ron. He goes like. You guys going? You guys going? And he says, "So you guys are going to Hogwarts?" Yes. Oh, so you noobs? What? That's what we call. That's what we call every first year noobs. <laughs> Get what I mean? <laughs> and it's really, it's really awesome that I like to imagine my character doing all this Harry Potter stuff. Me and Natasha, we we did this. Uh, we did an RP back in United. We. You know, did uh, where she her her character's like the daughter of Voldemort or something and whatnot. It, it's hard. hard I found it hard to role play Harry Potter because yeah. you have. It's, it's, it's hard because people want to follow the book, and um, you either have to you hi Harper. You either have to like do it after the books to like make your own stuff. Or oh. make complete OCs because, but people still just want to follow the books, and it's I I, I just don't. Uh, find... We weren't following the books at all. We were. Doing I know, but like some after. people do just want to completely follow the books. That makes it hard. Hi. Yes. I and also, you. here's the thing about me following the books. I do. OC. I would have to follow the My following the books would actually have to memorize the spells we had to use. That's hard I too. Kind of I yeah, a, I know. Oh, I was I in a role play where somebody was just like all the spells, all the spells, and I was like, I don't memorize all the spells. I can't. I was trying to, my character was trying to use a spell, and I go like, oh shit, what was that spell? I was going like, damn. No. Yeah, Natasha's no. Natasha's more no. of the Harry Potter and. Uh, well, at least your OC was a snake. <laughs> I had but an I OC did have... once. Um, my OC was a snake, and I based uh, um, snake. I made um, Lily and Petunia have a sister named Rose, um, just because they had named all the all of um, they were named after flowers. So mm -hmm. I created a sister. Um, I think she was a younger sister of Lily. I've never wrote her yeah. out. She's just always been in my mind. I called her Rose oh. because um, that's the only, uh, unless you name Violet or something like that. But um, all the sister, all they were both named after flowers. So 
And Anya, what is your favorite fan theories or fan fictions you like or OCs you like? No, I don't really have any, and I never really had any Harry Potter OCs. But the fact is, like Nancy said, I couldn't really role-play Harry Potter. Because to be an OC and to use original made-up spells... Right, people will get annoyed at you, get mad, upset because they're like, Oh, that's not how the book goes. Oh, that's not how the movie goes. Oh, that spell doesn't exist. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. There would be too many, um, naysayers, parents, too many people out there going, No, this is not how you can do it. This is how you're supposed to do it. That's why I had a hard time. I had a hard time with it too. Yeah, that's why I never did OC Harry Potter. I think I had, I tried role playing Harry Potter once, and I couldn't. I couldn't do it because there were too many people saying, "Well, this is not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be this way." You're not I only. I only role play it. Um, I never role played this OC. Um, BJ and I role play Luna and um, Draco. Yeah. But usually we only role play them in um one on one posts. So it's just us coming up with stories because it's hard in the big group to like work out characters. Yeah. Sorry. I have key in here. I have kid. Yeah, I've got. I understand. Um, speaking of Harry Potter fan, fan, fan theory and such, I did had a, I had an idea for like a fanfic or RP thing. It's like based after it's like it's an in betweener from the end of Deathly Hollows, before, before the before the epilogue. I follow like the canon, like well, Harry and Ron go to minutes, uh, being uh, oars or oars in training, and Hermione goes back to school to finish her education. And as for as for Draco, well, that's another story put together. I think you and brought up. I, think you brought up. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. Instead, of Death Eat, they thought everyone thought that the murders occurred was Death Eater territory, but it wasn't the Death Eaters. It was some cult that worshipped Voldemort. That's another good question. Like, long ago. What did you think of Draco? Uh, haven't talked oh about him at all. God, I spoiled okay. little rich kid. Yeah, that's my opinion on Draco. Spoiled little rich kid. I uh, just think he was yeah. portrayed as the yeah he was portrayed as a kid, but you gotta remember it's what he was taught. It, it's how he was raised. He doesn't know any other way. He was taught to treat people the way he was supposed he was to. Taught, him. He was taught to treat people that were non-magic, that Not were multiple pure blood. If you weren't pure blood, you were nothing. But remember, in the beginning, he was trying to be nice to Harry, and Ron made fun of him. And then he didn't like that, so he's like, he turned on. Yeah. Yeah. But near the end, you notice with Draco near the end, he tried, he didn't want to do what he was supposed to do. And tried to stop stop himself from doing it, because he didn't feel right. He he basically developed, near the end, he developed a consciousness. One second. Can yep. I, I need space. Get up. Get up. Don't yeah, he developed a conscience. Like Draco's kind of. Well, Draco was kind of getting good you know, in the last one. 
He was kind of getting, right. um, getting good in the last... And that's how BJ and I role-play them. Movie. Like, we role-play that um, Luna knew what Draco's... Um, thought, like, going through. Luna was the only one who knew his true intentions. And we had a role-play, like, how he was trying to be good, but he but he had that, um, you know, they made that, um, that spell thing. Now, there's a deleted The unbreakable scene. vow. From uh, Deathly Hallows Part Two, where uh, there that scene in the courtyard where Harry just revealed that he was he wasn't really dead. Draco throws Harry his wand, and he runs over to the Hogwarts side. So basically, Draco helps Harry. Exactly, and they kept that. Out. Oh, and uh, in the oh yeah, in the books, Harry's uh, the reason Harry's. why they kept, the reason why they probably kept that out is because in the in the movie. It wasn't in Draco's character to help Harry at all. So that's probably why they kept that out because they didn't want I think in my opinion, they didn't want to ruin that that um the way Draco was. They didn't want to ruin what people thought he was. Stop that. Right? So they basically I think that's why they didn't include it. I'm sorry, but I'm trying to talk to you guys. It's okay, I, 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 I you get I'm sorry it. About that. Yep. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aaron yeah. says Draco was a complete scumbag and he hated him. <laughs> uh, Aaron, there's more to Draco than just being hateful. Trust me. He... Well, but everybody has their own opinion of different characters. Yeah, yeah I know. As I was saying with my... It's Here's the thing. Yeah. As I was saying with Draco, Harry saved Draco's life in the end. Saving him from uh, from the burning of the uh, the room of require requirement, and the one where the Death Eater almost kills Drago, and Harry saves him. Right, uh, and... Draco was always like um, a very cowardly character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in the half blood prince, Draco basically went along with it. Yeah. Draco, it was good. If it didn't get him in trouble, it was good. Mm -hmm. It was basically like one of those people that um, he stood by and watched. He would stand by and watch something happen. Yeah. Unless it was involving him, he would. Unless it involved him directly, he wouldn't get involved. Yes, he was a spoiled, rich kid. He was a brat, but. He was for himself too, but like Bryce said, he was. That's how he was raised, right? So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that was on my mind. Um. Yeah. Draco in the Half Blood Prince. He did not want to kill Dumbledore at all. He did not no. want to do that at all. He was he no, because you did see like, um, there were times where he was... he was losing his mind and he was trying to like he was um. The movie did a good job of showing his dilemma in the books. There, it's yeah. more so, but yeah. in the movie, they did a good job of showing his dilemma, like him looking in the mirror, and like you know, in the book, it's more like, "Am I? Is this who I want to be?" But they did a good <laughs> job of showing that in the movie. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. You can tell in the tower that when he held his one to Dumbledore, you can tell his hand was shaking. Yeah, he was. He was. He was having an, an inner Service. fight with himself. He, he didn't want to do it, but then he yeah, was compelled to do it, it but then he didn't want to. 
kind of thing. And he kind of knew. He, he, he knew that if he didn't do it, something bad was going to happen to his parents. Mm-hmm. Voldemort was going to kill them if he didn't Right. Do it. So that was, um, you know, that's a big dilemma. Like, you have to kill this person or they're going to kill, like, your, both your parents. And Exactly. Yeah, the line in the movie is like, I have to do this. Oh. Like, the way he said yeah. it. Oh, my God. And also, Stop and also, Draco was, it was Draco's wand that killed Dumbledore when Snape used it. So Draco was originally the master of Elder Wand and did not know that. But when he gave up his wand in a duel with Harry, Harry became the master of the Elder Wand. It wasn't right. a duel. It was forcibly taken from Draco. Like Harry took it right out of his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, Draco lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. Dual but I don't rules. think Draco had much fight in him after. No, after he did not. That. Especially in the room of requirement, when Crab was like goading him into doing it, Draco was like, no, don't tell me what to do, man. <laughs> mm. It is getting yeah, late. Is. Does anyone have anything else they would like to well, add? I got it. I gotta go. So, I gotta thank go, you so for joining I, us, Stacy. Thank you for having me. Thank so, you for having Stacy. Right so, I will talk to y'all later. Okay, thank you. All right, bye. Thank bye. you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, okay, it is getting, getting late. I don't know if anyone uh-huh. had any. Hi, Ryan. Oh, Aaron wants us to talk about the owls. Now, what owls? Uh, the owls, um, the um, the exams, or um, the owls that flew around, or the howlers. Uh, the howlers are awesome. The howlers. What are you doing to me? I got one for my grandmother once. It was horrible. <laughs> I like those freaking things. I feel your pain, Nancy. What are you doing? Um, here's a good question. I feel you your pain. Know... He said he's talking about the owls that fly around. Uh, we did talk about hedgewear. Uh, really? 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 Here's a good question. What do you think uh, about the future of Harry Potter? Uh, you I can't hear you. Hold on, Bryce. Can you say uh, that again? Because I got... What do you think is going to happen to the Kingdom of Harry Potter? Do you think we might get HBO Max series? Hi. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't have HBO Max. Oh, um, Sean is asking a question. He says, how about the circle of abuse Harry was put through? Sean Sean doesn't like Harry Potter. I know. Let's just say that right now. Harry has been through a lot of things. Yeah. He's, he's talking about, like, um, in the beginning, why didn't anybody step in? And I think it's because the magic around um, the house that prevented it. Well, this is what I've read. Arabella Fig, uh, Harry's neighbor, is a nomad. She, she's a squid. She, she knows of the wizarding world. But she I thought know she was anything. a witch, and she was put there yeah. to protect Harry. She was a squid. Oh, she was, was. Fact, right? Yeah, I she, she was a witch. Uh, yeah, she was. They were born in magical family. They have no magic at all. She yeah, was... I thought she. I just thought she was a witch. So. Same, same, same yeah. as Flip Filch. 
Right. Well, Same as Phil. Arabella Fig was under orders from Dumbledore not to give him any type of treatment. She mm-hmm. was told to stay away, and just observe and watch. Right. When Bye. let's all say that Dumbledore was a terrible human being with no plan for Harry. Well, <sighs> he had a plan, but it was a crappy one. And if he'd have just shown some signs of humanity, like not putting Harry with the abusive relatives, something else could have happened. I but like think- Harry might. Like, Harry didn't need to grow up with abusive relatives. Between you and Harper, like, how, what am I doing here? Yeah. I think that, that, um, I think they weren't allowed to get involved until Harry became of age. I think, yeah, I think until Harry, Harry became of age, which was 11, to, to legally be able to get into Hogwarts, I don't think they were able to... Uh, uh, get involved with Harry uh, until that age. I think that's yeah. why nobody stepped in when he was being abused by the Dursleys. I think that's the reason why. Because I don't think they were yeah. Well, even McGonagall at the beginning was like, why are you leaving him with these people? I've seen what they do. They're horrible, <laughs> shitty people. Yeah, and Dumbledore was like, blah, 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 blah. It's written. It's supposed to happen. She can't interfere with what happens in Harry's life until he's able to interfere, which makes no sense, but you know what I mean. Plot reasons. Plot reasons. Exactly, right? Thank you. Um, oh, Dumbledore and Obi-Wan being mm-hmm. the best mentor, Obi-Wan's a 10. Dumbledore is like it's somewhere between the middle or in the zero. Well, this has been super fun. I am super <laughs> exhausted. But thank you guys so much I'm for hanging out me. and talking about Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, it was lots of fun. Um, I think our next podcast in two weeks is going to be about mythical creatures Ooh. for like around Halloween. And I think I'm going to need Sean's help with that Ooh. one. So he's going to have to get on here and help me create stuff for it. Um, um, oh, Ain can join in with that. Anya. Ain. Anya. 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 You, got, you, got, you know, you're Irish. You got okay, Ryan. I'm Irish. Correct? I think somebody needs my but attention. Here. And I'm thinking too. Um, so, um, yeah, I know it's a little bit about mythical creatures. I can try to type in and help you guys out if I can. It depends on what day it is and it depends if I'm working. Right. Okay. Congratulations. You can always type it out for yeah, us. Yeah, it's, it's a temp job, but it's, a, it's money coming in for now. And I need to cut this short for you guys. My little ones can hear it. It's been for my attention. Mine too. Well, um, thank you for having me, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to end bye, with bye. Um, the video that I made about Harry Potter. Thank you guys for coming and joining us. And again, I will probably run the rerun tomorrow on Facebook. And um, I'll put this video up on YouTube. And um, I believe we're doing this in two weeks, Friday at 8. And we will um, talk about mythical creatures, um, vampires, werewolves, and all that fun kind of uh, fun stuff. Sounds good. All right. So here's my video. Um, um. <laughs>